Every five minutes, someone dies while waiting for a compatible donor heart, liver, or kidney. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists strive to engineer an animal with human-compatible organs, thereby saving millions of lives. But these ancestors are not the docile herd animals they envision. Instead, the project spawns something big, something evil, something hungry. Ancestor by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler is available for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Merry meet, gentle listeners. My name is Hem Cleveland. I'm an audiobook producer and you might recognise me from a variety of podcasts and audio dramas, from Mimi in Hold It to the documentarian in The White Vault. Others of you might know me as Volonda or Volley from the Lucky Die podcast, where I am the Dungeon Mistress. But today, since Travis so kindly asked me to join them on this adventure, I'm hanging up my DM's hat to take a seat on the other side of the screen and play my favourite class, the Bard. Let me introduce you to young Lady Rowena Granitepike, an outspoken and often tactless, disgraced dwarven noble. Although lack of experience can cause her to be a bit reckless, she makes up for it with her broad knowledge base and drive to see good in the world. Rowena has reddish hair that falls past her shoulders and is never bound up. She is tall for a dwarf, but those few inches could come down to the thigh-high black fuck-me boots she wears and she wears blue-studded leather armour with the emblem of her clan, a set of scales, emblazoned upon her chest. She wears a dark, stained leather cloak, which is more of a shroud than an actual cloak, but she swears by it to keep her warm and safe. Upon her arm, a small shield, a dagger and a rapier at her belt, but most precious to her, a small hand harp. Although more proficient with a piano, it's more difficult to take a piano on the run. Lady Rowena Granitepike, 80 years old, a mere late teenager by Dwarven standards, grew up with the best of everything. Her family, the Granitepikes, are extremely well respected within the Cordalum clan. The Cordalum, a powerful merchant clan based in Strathman's Hold that deals in ancient and powerful relics. From a wealthy clan and a highly placed family within that clan, oh yes, Rowena and her brother Raynar lived blessed lives, wanting for nothing. Guards to protect them, tailors to dress them, and the best tutors. But this made Rowena feel exceptionally uncomfortable. She was perfectly capable of looking after herself, so she thought. Whereas Raynar was all for the clan, the trading, the lying, the responsibilities of being in a clan such as theirs, Rowena railed against the constraints. Lying, cruelty, and violence were as natural to Raynar as fund honesty, happy chaos, and avoiding responsibility was to Rowena. The more she was pushed into running the family business, the more outspoken she became. Her life became one of forced social functions, running a part of the business she cared little for and of having to repress her nature. With her father, Athorin, she only shared the love of daggers, which he personally taught her to use, and he was not a kind teacher. In truth, he was not a kind or good father either. Every lesson was beaten into the wayward young child, 
She was isolated from those who got close to her, and she was punished often for simple curiosity. Feeling alone, despite her brother, father and stepmother, Warino, as a very young girl, explored her father's estates and one time came across a dungeon. Her lyrical magic opened the locks and wards, allowing her passage to the vaults within. Here lay items interred or placed upon pedestals. Rowena, being a little curious at the brightly coloured magical effects, knocked an item to the ground to get a better look at it. When she picked it up, the device activated. Vengeful spirits of her ancestors sprung forth and formed a tight circle about her, pressing in on the little girl. Although she escaped running as fast as her little dwarven legs could carry her, it wasn't without scars, her back bearing a burn of a ghostly handprint. With exploration now cut from her life, she sought solace in music, stories and making other people smile. The only thing she truly loved growing up was the need to learn an instrument to affect a refined air of learning. She threw herself into her studies and her music, skipping out on her apprenticeship within the Cordalum as an accountant to learn more instruments, read more books and compose poetry. And then everything changed for the trapped bard when she met Renax. Renax was a handsome dwarf. He liked the girl who sang loudest, brightest and loveliest of anyone he ever heard. He promised her freedom from the repressive nature of the granite pikes and an arranged marriage she would have to endure. Renax also encouraged her talents as a bard, gifting her an ancient lute. Rowena began an affair with Renax, taking talk and smiles to sex and passion. Sneaking out to meet her lover by moonlight was a thrill, an expression of her individuality that her father couldn't control, and he couldn't control who she loved, until the day he found out. A Thorin charged into Renax's room and threw him from their home. Rowena fought against her father. Love was love after all. A Thorin told the naive young girl the hard truth, that Renax was married with two children and that she had been signing off on expenses that benefited Renax's position. He had used her and Rowena had allowed it. No one would marry her now, and she had to clear her stain on the family honour before being allowed back into the business of the Cordalum. She had shamed them and left them vulnerable. Rowena, locked in her room, found solace in a talisman of Renax's that he had been forced to leave behind, a lucky bone caltrop. Her father arranged for her to stay with her father Westbike a pauper cousin who had made poor choices in the past which had cost him everything. Rowena would learn what it was to live without a Thorin's protection and wealth, to witness the wrath of the Cordalum upon this aged and punished dwarf. On the night she was forced to leave, Rowena broke free from her escort and bolted to the dungeons. No one would think to look for her there right away. They knew of her fear of the place. Rowena broke into the vault to get whatever she could. Power was power and she would need it if she was going to make it alone on the surface world. Rowena grabbed the shroud that she now wears and that was when a Thorin caught her. They fought as a Thorin tried to take the shroud from her. 
the fight resulted in knife wounds and blood splattering the walls and floors of the vault as she fled, leaving the voice of her father vowing to destroy the girl who had stolen the powerful artifact that belonged rightly to him. Fleeing across the country, she made her way to the last place that anyone would look for her, the cousin of Thorin had mentioned. She had a place and a name, Brightvale and Father Sindri Westpike. Her romance with Renex had called in her heart as she approached Brightvale. She was forced to concede to her father's words. Renex was married, so there was no way he could take her away from the Granite Pikes, but perhaps this cousin could help her in some way. She just had to see if she could trust this most odd of family members, or if he would turn out to be like the rest of her kin, vicious, blind to cruelty, and a liar. And this cousin of hers, she found him to be a little too preachy, a little too self-righteous, and although not really able to keep up with her antics as she pushed her boundaries and his patience, he simply guided, helped, and encouraged her. When she arrived, there was an innate sadness in him, a loss and a heavy burden that Rowena connected instantly to. All in all, he seemed like a genuinely good man, she decided, but she had been fooled before, so she continued to keep her guard up. But it became obvious that when his old bones creaked as he donned his armour, that she would have to go with him when he went on this mission to save the children. Her cousin seemed to struggle remembering where he left things, muttered to himself so often she stopped mentioning it anymore. He generally just seemed happier when she was around, and it wasn't long before the feeling was mutual. So it was decided. Rowena would go with Father Westpike to help him, but also to rescue the children. With or without him, Rowena would go. She had to. It was the right thing to do. Although Rowena was different from her family in so many ways, she still wanted their acceptance, their love. They were, after all, her only family. Perhaps, she thought, this is what would finally earn the things she craved. Acceptance, love, and having her father be proud of her. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.